being out of touch with your clients and database will ultimately equal going out of business. Your database is everything. This is Dennis Plintz, and this is the Hustle Podcast for Real Estate Agents. With over 15 years of experience and over a thousand homes sold, this is the place I'm going to share my experiences. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Everybody and anybody that wants to push their business to the next level, let's go. So let's talk about your database and the massive importance that we place and have always placed and want to help you place on your database. It is fundamental to not just getting started in real estate, but for sure surviving. And please know in all of the very exciting high-level real estate interviews I've been fortunate to do with top real estate agents around the world and looking at our own local real estate practice through good times and bad times, bad times now, which are for us some of the best times, it's about your database. It's, it's never too early and it's never too late to understand this. I've talked about it once before, but I want to talk about how to build it and nurture it, how to nurture every single person you meet in a very special way so you substantially increase the probability of doing business with them down the road. So the analogy I want to give you comes from my own personal failure of doing this, and it's like dating. I'm reminded of this often because just uh, yesterday when I made notes to prepare for this uh, podcast, I was approached, as I am often, by somebody wanting to do business with our group, a mortgage broker. And if you're listening, mortgage brokers, I hope so. Or if you know somebody amazing, we actually don't have a current amazing mortgage broker to work with. So the timing was okay, but the approach was horrible. It's like dating. And by dating, I mean, if you really want to get somewhere, like get there with somebody, you got to warm things up. You don't go for that thing on the first date. And so often when we are approached by banks and brokers and lawyers and inspectors and photographers and all the great services we need, they go right for the thing. It's a good, bad analogy, but I hope you understand that you need to warm up with a with a kiss. And before that, you got to hold hands. And before that, you got to smell good. And it takes time. So to build a successful real estate practice, you need to be willing to take the time. Trust me, great relationships do take time. The best relationships that I have in life, a handful, are ones that have taken forever to build. We've journeyed together Some of them, we've actually done the thing together. Okay, enough about the thing. But I hope you're getting that getting to that place of significance or in sales where you're able to transact for somebody is going to require a tremendous amount of effort, energy, and the one word, nurturing. Building and maintaining your list. Well, it starts with who to connect with, how often you'll need to connect with them as you build your database and how to connect with them. That's what we're going to talk about. Not dating and not doing the thing. (laughs) Uh, Forgive me, I crack myself up, but I like it. Most agents that I've interviewed from a stage or one-on-one in coffees and intimate interviews, uh, not that intimate, but intimate, like getting to know them, their secrets, their business, will share at some point that this database building is something they fail at. 
And if you ask agents, um, the book that I'm working on right now is called Outstanding. It's a book of outstanding salespeople with outstanding stories that will ultimately shock and awe most people because I think it usually takes very difficult lives to breed really successful real estate or salespeople in general. So anyway, in that book, I've unpacked the reality that when I get to this place and say, tell me about your database, they usually look a little disappointed and often say, oh man, it's the one thing, like the one thing I've never really been good at. And I guess fortunately for me, I came from pots and pans sales, which taught me that without nurturing that last sale that was fortunate to believe in my product and believe in me, I was far less likely to have another sale because we really depended on referrals and customer endorsements because we would do a dinner show, sell the pots and pans, and then book another dinner show with their friends and family to come back to. So understanding the fundamental aspects of how to do this and nurture them started early for me. And many agents don't get it and often feel guilty about it. You can do this at any point. You can resurrect your database. You can call them. If you're listening to this later in your career and you haven't done it, trust me when I say how amazing it will be if you just call them and say, hey, I just wanted to touch base and admit how you feel. I either feel really bad that we haven't connected or I can't believe we haven't connected because it's up to them as well. It's not just because they bought something or transacted with you. The relationship is two-way. So acknowledging it, calling them and taking the effort and energy to do it will go a really long way. It's about knowing that the transactions you will do, the sales you're going to do, are not just a transaction that's meant to be one time. Back to the dating analogy. We all know what those one-time affair, one-time encounter, one-time special moment situations look like. And they're not nearly as meaningful as relationships where you journey with somebody. So prepare to journey with them. You are not doing a transaction. You are building a relationship with them. So in doing this, you need to, what I call, court them. I guess I can't get away from the dating analogy as I look at my notes. So courting them, approaching them, setting them up for a success in terms of your very first meeting is going to happen because you offer them something. A great example, kudos to my amazing, best-in-class, one-of-a-kind photographer, Justin Ma. Um, I highly suggest if you need a photographer, I've flown this guy around the world to work with, uh, look him up. It's just raw uh, photography. Justin Ma, you are amazing. Popped into an open house once uh, that I was doing in an area many years ago, I want to say 10 years ago, came in for the free lunch that I was having. His friend had told him about me, that I would be there, and that I was a great real estate agent that he should meet. He came in, had a sandwich, had a cup of coffee, and offered to do some photos and said, hey, I'd really like the shot to work with you. I've looked at your website. I've looked at your homes. You've got some really beautiful real estate. So he complimented. He had done his research, which I talk about extensively in preparing for cold calls or meetings. And he offered me something of value and said, I think I can do a great job. Justin Ma asked if he could hold my hand and take me out. He produced some of the best photos I'd ever seen in the business at that point in my life. Hence, we've got 10 years and 
and I'm thankful as shizzle that that guy knew how to approach me. Thanks, Justin. Great job. You see, it's going to take time because people are often entrenched in the relationship they have. So don't be in a hurry. Don't look for the transaction. Don't go to the one date or the one coffee meeting or the one interaction and expect to get their business. Again, the interviews that we've had with people that have, have, have said they have something for us and then done the second most important part, which is follow up and consistently follow up that's never happened actually kind of breaks my heart because I don't think they really believe in either themselves or the ability to have a sustainable relationship. And that's not why I'm in sales and I just don't get it. It's about going through the process that you're going to need. And as you start to look at the people in your database, you need to start to connect the dots with the people that are high level industry people or people you would love to court and ultimately date. So the way to do that is highlight those that you think are industry people, power players, shakers, movers, connectors, I've talked about this before, and build a list. My list is called uh, people I'm courting or people I'm chasing. And I've got an ongoing list of people I really want the opportunity to meet with. And by doing this and having an ongoing list, you're going to know where you need to schedule yourself during the week. And the best way to do this, of course, is go through your phone book. Scroll through your contact list, through, uh, scroll through your Facebook list, through, scroll through your Instagram list, and highlight those people. Then you want to book a lunch or a coffee with them. And I usually buy the lunch. I've talked about that extensively. And the amount of times that I've tried to do this and tried to reach out and not received a reply back is countless. It's just, that's how life works. And the amount of times that somebody's not followed up when I have doesn't break my heart. I don't take it personally. It's something that I've used as fuel to know that when the consistent outreach that I do ends up being a significant coffee meeting or business meeting, I know it pays off. So stay in touch, know who you're going to touch base with and do it often. I'll pick on mortgage brokers again, just for a minute. As we don't have somebody right now, I can tell you the biggest need we had after 15 years of having almost the same person is somebody to service the side of our business. And I've actually tried to give them my business directly two different times. And I've looked for this follow-up process to be there. I've looked for somebody that's more interested in the transactional relationship that will move forward than the transaction itself. And I'm not finding it. It's not personal. It hasn't felt like there's a real connection and they haven't followed up. The follow-up is everything that tells somebody you care about doing business with them. So you need to connect, and I mean a real connection. Find out who you have in your list and find a way that you're going to connect with them. Go for the small fish and make a list of the big fish. And you're only gonna get one shot at the meeting when you actually get that coffee meeting or lunch meeting or one-on-one 30-minute meeting to book them. And the way to ensure they know you're prepared is that you're ready because you know about them. You've done your research online, you've Googled them, you've Facebooked them, you've asked people and friends and family about them so that when you get them on the phone, you don't have to waste time and say, where do you live? What's your office look like? Are you a team? How long have you been in the business? You know, what's your background? You have done your work. And man, does this ever make people feel good. 
So it's about knowing that the high level of intensity and energy that you bring will, will, will leverage the 15 minutes that you've done with them or get with them. And that's going to be enough to get their attention. Then you need to discuss with them booking something as a follow-up or an action item. And when you can get them on the phone and say, listen, I've looked you up. I've heard about you. You're one of the best in the business. You've got a great story. I love that you contribute to this charity. Whatever it is, when you make that connection and that real life personal acknowledgement to them, you're going to get now into their hearts as somebody that's using time wisely. You're not just asking for a meeting for the sake of a meeting. Once you've got the meeting, prepare an agenda. I will never go to a coffee meeting or a lunch meeting that's not true, never, with somebody I'm courting without an agenda. And I will rarely accept one by somebody courting me without an agenda. What do you want to talk about? What's the best outcome possible? How long should we plan for the meeting? Those are the three ingredients. And you'll be surprised. You'll be very surprised when you ask somebody what they would like to discuss at the meeting and what's most important to them and how you might be able to help them in preparing for your meeting. Look, it's rarely done in life, and the value of a coffee meeting uh, is, is the time you're going to spend and the time you prepare in advance, the agenda that you build and the talking points that you build are going to be some of the most valuable minutes that you spend. Next up, you're going to need to book the meeting at a place that's conducive to the type of conversation that you want to have. When I'm doing agent interviews for my book, it's got to be somewhere quiet. And when I'm doing somewhere social, I take them to a restaurant where I have a tab that I can pay the bill. So there's not that awkward moment. I go through my list of questions after I've done some catch up with them. And the thing that usually shocks people is I do it. The thing I do the day of the meeting is I send them a reminder of the meeting that morning of to say, just checking in, really excited to meet with you today or tomorrow. Looking forward to discussing A, B, and C. Set the agenda, confirm the meeting, have the meeting, and then the really amazing part is follow up with them. So you've, we've talked about who you want to target, movers and shakers. How you target them is preparing an agenda, do your homework, have the meeting, follow up with the meeting, and then diarize one contact point per month. Hopefully something special you've, you've caught from them about who they are, where they're from, what it's going to mean to remember their birthday or a kid's special occasion, or an action item that came from the meeting. Sending them a special meeting or a handwritten note, a book that you talked about, something that really resonates with the conversation that you had. Going through your notes and scheduling it in your calendar so you're the one reminded of it is a really effective way to stay front of mind with them on a consistent basis. This needs to be every month in terms of a online contact point and even better, one personal touch point, a text, a call, or imagine a coffee meeting with the real movers and shakers once a month. A few nuggets for you to consider in doing this. I think using um, an email system that allows you to schedule emails in advance of the date that it needs to be done. I'll often type a follow-up summary the minute I fin finish a meeting with somebody and schedule it for 7 a.m. the next morning. Scheduling meetings and then having emails you can schedule accordingly for those special occasions will make a massive difference to the efficiency of your system. Understanding that you need to be able 
to tell them what you want. After a meeting, if you felt there's a real connection with somebody, you have the ability to say to them, if you don't mind, can you please introduce me to so-and-so? An introduction like this and type it. Hey, I just had lunch with a guy named Dennis, really great guy in real estate. I think you should connect with them. I've copied both of you on this email. Asking for a connection is one thing, but telling them how you want the connection to be made is everything. And that will make a huge difference to your business. Have a marketing calendar. Build out your 12 months of how you're gonna market and who you're gonna market to, and then accordingly, understanding that you're going to be marketing to your larger community, but also to specific individuals, and make a note of how you're gonna market to those individuals every single month, and keep your team accountable. Make notes in your iCalendar, or sorry, your iV card. Your iPhone hopefully has a contact list that you use. Your Android device will have one. As you put someone's contact info, really important little nugget on the bottom, for purchasing realtor or listing realtor, I will put in terms of uh, their place of work, I'll put PR and the address that they purchased from us, LR for listing realtor, if they're a listing realtor we've worked with, or I'll put an abbreviation to seller of, and I'll put in the address, or buyer of, so that the people I'm meeting with, the clients we've dealt with, two, three, five, or 10 years, when the phone call comes, I have an abbreviation that reminds me of who they are. Last but not least, a little nugget is send them the very easy things like birthdays, anniversary, uh, congratulations, all of the things you'll be reminded of, hopefully because you have them in your CRM or on Facebook, but never do it like everyone else. Don't just reply to their story on Facebook or their timeline. Send a direct message. Send a text message, or even better, as always, pick up the phone and call. Build your database, nurture your database, and care about them in a very personal way, and your business will be massively successful. As always, it's Dennis Plintz. I'd love for you to share this, like it, send me a message if you need anything directly. I'll do my best to help you and your business. It's Dennis at Plintz.com. Have a fantastic, productive, database-connecting day.